December 21st, I'm your host, Pandora Rose, and this is my co-host, this is my co-host. Nikki Sukinoko, don't introduce me until you've unmuted me, dang it. Oh, it's not my fault that blog talk froze. My computer. (laughs) Windows updated. And instead of letting me go into my computer and just start, it made me sit through 15 minutes of a blue screen with words on it that said, we've installed some updates. And then, like, another, like, five minutes of, your files are right where you left them. And then, like, another five minutes of, don't turn off your computer. Another five minutes of, we've tweaked some things and we're, we're, that we're sure you'll be excited about. In the meantime, I was considering taking a hammer to my laptop. (laughs) Well, in the meantime, here's our other co-host. Hi, guys. It's Summerblade. And no hammers to laptops, please. That would not be good. Especially for the laptop. Can you hear me? Yes. Oh, okay. Sorry, I, I have my I have a new phone now, so I'm not sure how well it's working. Seems to be working fine. Okay, good. But yes, no hammers to laptops. What is it doing now? Now I am I am getting the internet open. For some reason, it open when it finally did let me get into my laptop. It had put it in airplane mode. And so I had to disengage airplane mode so I could connect to the Internet so that I could get online. Oh, technology and how it makes our lives better or more frustrating. (laughs) So it is the 21st. It's three days till Christmas Eve and four days till Christmas Day. Uh, Everybody ready? I am not ready. (laughs) No, never. I'm still waiting for my dad's thing to come in the mail. Oh, okay. 
Uh, Santa Claus is coming down our street on a fire engine. I've just been informed. Woo! Nice. Let me go and see. We were sitting in the basement. I was sitting in the basement and heard all these sirens, and we were afraid something was on fire. Nope, there's Santa. <laughs> With blue oh, and everything. That is cool. Yeah, you've always got to love firemen at this time of the year. <laughs> I love firemen every time of the year. Oh, look at um, the every... cat. She's mortified. <laughs> What's the matter, cat? <laughs> every year, um, uh, the Chicago uh, Transit Authority, which is um, the Chicago um, Public Transportation, they always do what's called the holiday train. And what it is, is it's one of the older trains, one of the older subway trains, because you can tell the difference between the older ones and the newer ones. If you live in, in the city of Chicago and have ridden enough of them, you can tell the difference just by the way the seats are. But this thing, they have decked it out for Christmas. Right down to the seats. You have your choice of sitting down on candy canes or Santa Claus. <laughs> That's cool. Um, they always and they always run it um different lines different days days of the week. Um I was actually coming home from work one day, and I had always said, you know, I want to ride the holiday train. Well, I came home. It was the first. It was one. It was the first um, Christmas I was working downtown, and what to my wondering, I should appear. But Santa Claus driving the driving the train this year. But yeah, it's it's actually it is actually pretty cool because what they do is they'll have um the normal number of cars on it. No, actually they have one less car on it because in between the first car and the third car they set up um this little thing and it has Santa all nine reindeer, including Rudolph. With the sleigh, with trees and snow, and they always have a Santa Claus sitting in the in the sleigh. That's kind of cool. That is, unless you're coming home from work. <laughs> well, yeah, but, you know. <laughs> On the account of, um, there's no place to sit. <laughs> well, yeah, you got to make sacrifices for art, I guess. <laughs> 
I was I was I was happy to be on the train with Santa, but I also wanted to sit down. Because <laughs> just kind of defeat the purpose of train seats when you can't really sit yeah. in them. Exactly. Whoever is too close to whatever needs to move far away from it. Those are gone, Tony Birds. You're okay now. <laughs> yes, Pete. So, I mean, once I was on, once I was on it, it was pretty fun. It was pretty fun. They actually did um. Because normally in the the L trains they have, you know, little blocks of you know advertisements. Mhm. And they did Christmas themed ones. What like of actual products or of made up Christmas products? Made up products, made up Christmas products. Um. Oh, let's see. Uh, Jiffy sled was one. Uh, let's what see, what it? was another one? Um, hey, Summer? To, yep. Been, Can you just send me a link to your Amazon wish list one more time? It's not opening for me. Okay. Yeah, the first time I sent it to you on my phone, it might not actually work on that. Actually, I might be able to share, share it with her. Yeah, because I think you have a link to mine. I think I gave you a link to mine in a while. And Nishi, I'm going to need your new address. For when I ship off the goodie packages. Oh, sure. And I do have to say, um, Summer, your your stuff almost did not get mailed to the correct address. <laughs> what were you gonna send it to my old address? Yeah, so I was gonna send it to you to your old address until I realized Oh crap! You moved. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know they told me at the post office, so they would have told me you have stuff here. But you know, I didn't know if it was being delivered by. I didn't know who was delivering it because you never know who, who Amazon's going to deliver for. Yeah. Well, most most of the packages that come through um, Maryland, the the post office does handle because. Um, when I applied for the uh, the carrier's job, the the carrier supervisor told me that you know if, um, if anybody wants extra hours on Sundays, that there's Amazon packages to deliver and sort. Oh, computer, why are you freezing? Lovely. Okay. Because yeah, I had to go in. And I had to go go in and stop it. And it's like it's telling me we might not be able to stop this. It's like no, you must stop it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you caught it in time because they are here, safe and sound, <laughs> under the tree with Rudolph guarding them. Yes, and he looks very diligent in in his work. I, I oh, must he say is. that he's very serious about it. 
you know, red nose and everything. He looks very, very serious about taking that job very serious. Oh, yes. Well, present guarding is very serious. It was either going to be done by Rudolph or Halfbird. The computer made a noise, Sophie. You're very talented. <laughs> well, I've got a mysterious package from Amazon today. And I know Ooh. I didn't order anything for myself. Well, it wasn't so me. Means... I haven't sent anything yet. <laughs> well, who does it say it's from? Amazon. <laughs> I didn't open the box. So if it was wrapped. Well, if it's from me, it's wrapped. Well, then let me go get the box and open it up and see what's inside. If it's a wrapped box, it's staying wrapped. Mom was the one who figured it out that it was at the door. I guess evidently she heard the door and I didn't. Let's see. Fun overboard. Scissors. Oh. Well, I have some good news and I have some bad news. Which do we want first? Uh, well, I guess the bad news first. Uh, my physical therapy is ending tomorrow. Oh, also falls under the good news, too. <laughs> well, what's good? Is your knee doing a lot better? Um, It's doing better than when, when I first started. It's well, that's still good. nowhere near, near 100%, but um, the physical therapist is... said it's basically we're at that point where right now it'd be better off me doing an at home program. Oh, so you gotta do your own exercises? Yeah. Well so that's not bad. Well let's see. So for at least probably for a while, I'll probably be doing my own at-home exercise. Oh, yes, it is from your niche, so that means, okay, we got to close that back up. <laughs> Put this envelope back in here. And, oh, there is just enough room to go ahead and stick another package in here because this will go with me to my uncle's house so it can be opened on Christmas. Oh, cool. So I at least know I've got presents to open. 
<laughs> That's why I said any and all packages need to be received by when the Wednesday due to the fact that we are leaving on Thursday and we are not waiting for the federal post office to deliver because we don't know when they will deliver. Well, I, I made sure it got there on time. Yay! That's why I suggested that, um, because I, I double-checked it. And priority mail, because I thought I already told you, that you this, Summer Blade, but I'll say it again. If you ship it tomorrow, it'll get to me by Saturday, which is perfectly fine because we come home on Sunday. So a package waiting one day is better than it waiting um, more than one day. <laughs> I, uh, Summer, I forget if your address is placed or drive. Place. That's what I thought. Yeah, it's from Place, which kind of sounds like a strawberry shortcake knockoff. <laughs> Actually, it reminds me of Rose Petal Place. Yeah, that's it. It, it kind of, I saw the, the road name when we first moved in, when we were getting ready to move in here, and I was like, that kind of sounds like an 80s cartoon. Yep, I was right. It's a Christmas present, so it's coming with us. Because I've also got today the gift from my pen pal, So I will have lots and lots of stuff to open up on Christmas. And I told and I told Summerblade if I even if I get my gift a little bit late, that just makes Christmas last longer for me. There you go. That's how I've always thought of it. <laughs> yeah, I still have to finish some of my baking. I was going to do it tonight, but uh one of my housemates, Mike, came home with a whole bunch of stuff that he bought at an antique store or some antique stores that he's going to resell, and it's kind of covered most of the kitchen. Ah, what just fell upstairs? I don't hear screaming, so I guess we're okay. <laughs> okay, apparently somebody just dropped the bottle. All right. It wasn't me. Well, Pony Puppy got his annual Christmas gift from his his buddy's his buddy's mom. No, he still doesn't know where his buddy's at. Even though somehow I think he knows his buddy is gone. They always no, after all. Know. Yeah, after all, he did get 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 his inheritance soon after. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
I think he's still working on one of. I think he's still working on his inheritance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh no! Wait, no, wait, no. He finished that off last year. You know, when suddenly, you know, snacks come from his favorite person, you know, and it's not Christmas. I think he gets this funny idea: something's gone, something's gone, and happened. Yeah. Yeah. But the funny thing, the funniest thing is, what she normally gets him is she gets him she'll either get him snossages, or she'll get him a bag of bacon strips. Well, this year, she bought him snossages Mm -hmm. and a bag of poppers. Excuse my crunching. Oh, the um, little bacon strip treats that come with, like, the little pig thing? Uh Uh-huh. She got him the refill, and the funniest thing is, that's what what Samantha got, Pony Puppy, when I got got all my Get Well gifts. Aww. (laughs) So he saw that, and oh, my God, he just... He nearly lost it. <laughs> no. So. Uh, let's see if Pony Birds want chips. So does anyone have any pony news this week? Oh. Okay. Good um, good. Well, I donated two of my Minton Box G4 pony things. To Toys for Tots this year. Oh, that's nice. Oh, wow. That was nice. Pick up some new G4 stuff. Well, new to me. Let's see. Where did I put them all? I shoved them in the clo- the cabinet. <laughs> I got... Trixie, and Cupcake, which I did not have before, and then I can't remember the name of the Pegasus that I got, but she's like a pinky purple color, and she has blue and purple hair, and then she has the a blue and a, a blue heart and a purple heart as her cutie mark. Can't remember her name, though. And then today a lady at work gave me an early Christmas present. She gave me a Rainbow Dash Bank. Woo! Yeah, so now I have Rainbow Dash and Pinkie Pie, I think. It's one of the ceramic ones where the pony's sitting, where it's the pony sitting down. I don't think I've even seen those. Of course, I don't hang out in the pony aisle like I used to. Well, they don't have them in the pony aisles in Walmart. They have them just like where the regular piggy banks are. Note to self, go to piggy bank. Oh, <laughs> Because, yes, yeah, something that my mother and I did not do last year either, which was day after Christmas shopping. 
we're braving day after Christmas shopping too. <laughs> awesome. Hey, when else can you get wrapping paper for twenty five cents? That used to be two dollars. Well, that is when they have the best sales. Exactly. Not only that, but my uncle put me on put us put put me onto a tip about storage tubs because he was saying, you know, we we were talking and we were talking about, you know, he cleared out storage space up underneath the house in the basement. And one of the things I had told him was, you know, for a little while we can I can have my collection packed away. I just need to get storage tubs for for everything else because 95% of it are in just brown regular boxes. Mhm. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to put them up underneath there in brown paper boxes. I'd rather have them in like actual storage tubs. And yeah, that would be mo- safer. No. Yeah. And he said, actually, the, the day after Christmas is the best time to get them. I said, okay. He goes, and the be- best place to get them is Target. It's like, Target, that's on the list. <laughs> Sold. Um. So... Okay. Good. Brittany, you have something coming. Okay. <coughs> okay, Samantha has told me that the Pegasus I was trying to describe is Flitterheart. Flitter. What were you unable to deliver? What package was supposed to be delivered today? All my shopping was basically done on Amazon. So, like, right now it's like I've got packages going left, right, up, and down and you know, when you get a message from Amazon that a package was not delivered, um, excuse me, what's the problem here? <laughs> Sorry, I, I immediate cease and desist. We must <laughs> we must find out what was not delivered and why. <laughs> By the way, Miss Samantha, I do believe your package, your 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 gift, should be arriving on Wednesday. I'm still not going to tell you what it is. Oh, that's a pretty purple Pegasus. Yeah, she kind of reminds me of movie version Firefly. A little bit, yeah. She'd be easy yeah, to customize in a 
Mm-hmm. Delivered. That was delivered. That was delivered. So, Nishi, I have to ask, did you think that, you know, only Melody was going to be getting Christmas presents from me? Yes, but that's okay, because she's two and a half. <laughs> yes, you 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 will it will it, it is very surprising. It was very surprising. I ordered stuff on the same exact day. Stuff is shipping out at different times. <laughs> on different days, <laughs> like my well, hotel. It all depends when it gets to wherever the main hub is for the um for the state is going to. Yeah, but see, the funniest thing is, uh, my pen pal, she has so far had. Uh, one, two, two orders so far, and there's one mm. more that's supposed to be delivered today, and that's the one that got held up. Mm, pardon my chewing. I hope it's not too loud. I'm trying to eat my sandwich real quick. That's okay. Well, I was trying to be fair, you know, across the board with how much I spent on everybody. <laughs> because when I buy you when I when I when I when I buy things and I buy things like this, it's it's kind of hard to do it. So it's like, then I suddenly looked, and it's like, wait a minute, we are completely off. Well, we need one more package going out there. (laughs) (laughs) So they evidently attempted to deliver, but I don't know why they didn't deliver. It was a UPS. But it looks like um, they left a notice for, for her to go ahead and the next step. So hopefully she'll get it tomorrow. Nope, it was by UPS. What was the problem? They're probably bogged down with a whole bunch of stuff. Probably. Oh, heck, let me put it to you this if you're going to do a return with UPS, do not do it right now. <laughs> I returned something two weeks ago. I got it back last week. Hmm. And according to Amazon, it's in transit to them. So I have I've had to call and talk with like five different people just to try and get somebody to come out here and pick this thing up because luckily what I do is with Amazon stuff I always reuse their packaging. 
the biggest um, the biggest re- reason why is just in case something like this happens. Because if I would not have had, um, if I wouldn't have used their their packaging, they wouldn't have known where to send it back to. Hmm. So, <clears throat> excuse me. It would be currently lost somewhere in the land that is called a US the US UPS and I just point blank as to what I was gonna say. Well, it would probably be floating around in that place that we saw Discord has his house in that one episode where the the mail delivery pony was trying to send him an invitation or trying to bring him an invitation to the Grand Galloping Gala. Ah, uh, yes, that's exactly where it would have ended up. And that box would have been drifting around there with him. Yes. Never yes. to be seen again. But luckily... um I said it had my address on it, so they just returned it. But trying to get them to come back out to pick it up has been, you know, just a complete debacle. Because what had happened was the day they picked it up, evidently he had a trainee with him. And you can tell a trainee. Because when you have somebody that you know has picked up from you 18 times, I swear, on one weekend, he actually saw me, in one week, he actually saw me on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then said, I'll see you tomorrow for another pickup. <laughs> because that's how many how many things I had going back. Mm. Okay, so he knew who who I was. So she came up to come and get the package. Had gone back down to the truck for something, and I came out to the door, and I'm standing there looking at him, kind of like, okay, why are are you guys there, and I'm up here with the package? Uh, Somebody come here and get the package, please. (laughs) So she came back up for the package, and they're both going, do you have the sticker? No. Do you have the sticker? And it's like I'm standing there looking at him kind of like, am I in a, am I in a Twilight episode or something? And they had to have had the sticker at some point because it was scanned, because it was scanned into the system that they had picked it up. So they had the sticker for the return. It just got lost in the truck. Evidently never to be found again. Hmm. So what I did on this package was, there happens to be, if you've ever seen the packaging from Amazon, they always use envelopes with an arrow on it. 
so I w wrote the word C in front of the arrow, colored in the arrow, and on the back of the envelope, I put on there, return to Amazon, tracking number, and put down the tracking number for the return. <laughs> <laughs> so uh -huh. that when they Using finally the arrow was part of the instructions. Yes! This way, when they do co finally come to pick it up, There'll be there'll be an arrow pointing to the back saying, "Hey, stupid! Return this here. Don't take it back to the address that's on the front." <laughs> so, oh, and before we get into our topic of the night. Yes. Miss Summerblade. Yes. I figured I'd let you know that I'm on page 230 of 327 of Book 2 of Vampire Academy. And I have to say... The main character and her mother's relationship, I swear to God, the, the, it's the same type of relationship me and my mother have. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> the throw punches, ask questions later type of relationship. <laughs> well... <laughs> At least it's a relationship where there's some form of communication going on. Yes. <laughs> Not very good, Good, in fact. And, and I told my mother, you know, the one difference is you've never given me a black eye by accident or on purpose. <laughs> she, <laughs> That's good. She, well, actually, then she reminded me of the actual fight where she slapped me so hard she gave me a black eye. So, um, <laughs> mirror images here, mirror images. <laughs> it was, of course, I'm by being... accident <laughs> on both fronts. <laughs> Well, I mean, as long as it didn't happen again, no. hopefully. <laughs> Just fight until the point where I where I start looking for an apartment <laughs> and stop talking to her for a week. <laughs> Birds. But I'll anyway, from you, then you do nothing. But, but speaking yeah, of hardness, hardness, also, um, my uncle came over on Saturday, and he looks and he goes, "Bah, humbug." Is he not into the Christmas decorations? Um, 
No, we don't have any up. <laughs> no, okay. We we never we never, mom never went upstairs to get the Christmas decorations. So. But I do have to say, I do have one piece of bad news. That's actual real bad news. I almost took a spill this this weekend. But you're okay, right? Yeah. Um, my basement, there's... Um, going into the actual basement, there's four actual stairs, and then there's what is would be considered a half a stair because the back part of the basement is higher than the rest of the basement by about, I'd say, about an inch. So it takes like um, an inch off of that one step. Instead of going down and hitting and stepping on that half step, um, I evidently decided to just go ahead and forego that half step. And, um, yeah, I landed on my ramp because when you go down and you have an injured leg, you're supposed to, when you're walk going downstairs, you're supposed to, you know, your your bad leg is supposed to go down first. Right. Well, um, when you're skipping a stair, there's a lot more distance between you and the floor. <laughs> well, yeah, that's why you probably shouldn't be skipping any stairs right now. Yeah, um, I stepped right down. It's like bore down all of my weight onto my leg. And I'm I'm actually shocked I actually did not fall. And my my leg did not say, um, excuse me, screw you. Because not only did I bear down all my weight on that leg, I, I hopped around on it too. <laughs> because it was kind of like, oh, I want to, yeah. You, you know that funny dance you do when you when you miss a stair, <laughs> mm-hmm. and you're still on that one leg because mentally your brain has not realized. Um, stupid, put down your other leg. <laughs> Instead, you're doing the flamingo hop. <laughs> not a good thing to do on only one good leg. No, not not a good thing to do on your bad leg. <laughs> yeah, that's even worse. Especially if if you fall left, there's um, gobs of stuff you can fall into that would all hurt very much. Uh, sorry, I'm trying to multitask while we're doing this. That's okay. 
think I actually scared my mother half to death <laughs> when I did that. <laughs> of course, I not only scared her, but I think I, I, I think I, I think I think I took about three years off my life. <laughs> but you're okay, right? Yeah. Um. Uh, the uh, the worst of it was I was um, in a lot more pain on Sunday night because I suddenly basically bammed right down, you know, onto a leg and pushed a lot of pressure into that knee, so... Hurting yourself. Yeah. Uh, no. I thought we've talked about this. Yeah, I know, and so is my mother. You know what my mother told me? That she would disown you if you didn't quit hurting yourself? Yes. And you know what the funniest thing is? It's not like that basement has changed in the last 20 years. <laughs> Mm. But it's something I you know I always do it. I always do it at least once or twice a year. <laughs> Doing it, you filled your quota for this year, then, right? <laughs> yes. Don't do it anymore. <laughs> Use all the stairs. That's what they're there for. But I didn't think. I didn't think. I th- I thought I had hit that last stair. Because that's the one thing with that last last mini stare. You don't realize you've hit it until you've stepped on the ground because the ground is a heck of a lot higher up. <laughs> Let's just say when we first moved into this house, you don't want, you do not want to know how many times I stumbled just because I like, you know, it's like long st- regular step, regular step, regular step, half step. <laughs> <laughs> I go stumbling forward because I hit the half step. <laughs> because you're not mentally prepared for there's a half step there, so the ground's going to be higher up than everything else is going to be. Mm, that does yeah. happen with me in the, actually the first step between the basement and the first floor. I keep whacking my shins. Ouch. Oh, another good thing that has happened in my last two physical therapy sessions has been they've actually been able to do manual treatment on me. What, like, pick your leg up and move it, or? Um, actually massage it. Oh, that's good. Which was something they weren't able to do before because that nerve was always going cuckoo. So that's a um, sign that um, 
my knee is getting a lot better. And maybe, just maybe, that nerve is finally starting to, you know, recognize and realize that, hey, maybe I should stop except for when it stops is when I'm having other pains. But I thought it was quite funny when I told I told her last week that she can go ahead and do a little bit of manual because the week before she wasn't there. Mm-hmm. So she didn't know that the guy the week before had did a little bit of manual work. So when I said she can go ahead and do some manual work, she was like, "Oh my." God, I've been wanting to get into. I've been wanting to get. I, I've been wanting to get my hands on this on this knee ever since you start. You started coming. <laughs> well, I mean, that's and of good, course, right? That is good. You know, I mean, it's starting. Maybe, maybe it's finally starting to. You know. Whatever whatever damage has been done is maybe finally finally starting to heal. Well, good. Now that I've stopped, you know, doing stuff to it to make it stop. You know, just like now that just like going up, putting as much pressure on it and stuff, or um, no, I'm thinking it's. The fact that I'm not, you know, doing stuff to it to make it stop. Okay. Finally realized it. (laughs) Well, hey, are we going to do the Hearth Swarming Eve episode or what? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, oh, right now. You know, I mean, not that I don't want to hear about this later, like if we Skype or something, but. <laughs> well, I figured I'd let the let all the fans know, you know, good news, the bad news, the ugly news. But um, I do have to say one thing because I was watching it today while I was working. I, I had to, I I had to catch myself up on it. And of course I did not even know that there was a season five version of it. <laughs> well the, well the I season... didn't either because on on the Wii version of Netflix um apparently Netflix has lost their their little minds because when it gets to season five it's got Episode 1, The Cutie Map, Part 1, but not Episode 2, but then it does have 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, and 13, but then it jumps from 13 to 25 and 26. So, oh, thank God. I appear- thought maybe I was losing my mind. Oh, no. See, wait, I don't know. Lost their minds. <laughs> Lost their little minds. So I haven't seen 
the season five. I didn't know there was a heartwarming Eve in season five. Um, so me the only one I know about is the one from season two, episode eleven. And I actually rewatched that one today, and okay. Um, what is that thing? Um, I know I'm probably skipping ahead a little bit, but you know, you know the wing, those wingling thingies, the the windigos. Yeah, is it me or do they remind you of the sirens? No, they do look like the sirens, which is why when the when Rainbow Rocks came out and everybody's like, the sirens are dragons. I'm like, no, they're seahorses. They're dragons. Don't they look like dragons? No, they look like bloody seahorses. They, they're done in the same art style as the Wendigos, which are also horse-like creatures because they're supposed to be evil and scary. But no, trust me, they're sea ponies. As in shooby doo, shoop shoopy doo, shooby doo, yes. shoop shoopy doo, you know, sea ponies. And people <laughs> were like, but no, but they're dragons. I'm like, don't make me hunt you down. Seriously. <laughs> I will hunt you down and paint everything you own in pink if you don't quit calling them dragons. She will do it, people. She will do it. Don't make me anyway. But actually, if you think about it, they could actually be sirens themselves because look at what the sirens do. They cause havoc Well, and they okay, feed off yes, of that energy. Well, yeah, but see, that's why they're sea ponies, because they're from Equestria, which means they can't be mermaids. See, the original sirens were mermaids, but since these are from Equestria, then they're not mermaids, and therefore they're sea ponies. Yes. It's a, it's a very simple here. conversion. It's easier than metric. Come on now. Okay, so well, my yeah, point if, here if is... If ponies are the people of Equestria, then a fish, then a mermaid, which would be a person plus a, which would be a, a sea-dwelling person, would be a little metal pony. Okay, but can we all agree that the Wendigos could be basically sirens? No. Because sirens are water demons or or evil mermaids, if you will, and Wendigos are air demons. They're okay, closer to they're more they're more related to harpies if you want to compare them to something. But they all live in the same group, as in they create chaos and feed off of that. There's two sides. Haven't you watched The Last Unicorn? (laughs) No, it's still on my Netflix list. (laughs) (laughs) There is two sides to every magic. There's a light side and a dark side. Just because they're the dark side does not mean that they are of the same element that the 
sirens are. What? Sirens are water, wendigos are air. Therefore, they are different. They are the same okay. side of the same magic, but they use a different element. And therefore, well, they're just... only related in that they, they're on the dark side of the coin. What? Ooh. Well, I was just looking up the, the origin of the Wendigos in, um, in regular human mythology. And it says here on Wikipedia, on the main Wendigo okay. article, which I'll That's send to you guys. <laughs> If I can open the thingy that I had. Crazy dog. Is that Wendigos, they're described as half-beast creatures appearing in legends of the the Algonquin peoples along the Atlantic coast and Great Lakes region of both the United States and Canada. So it would be considered like a winter or air demon almost. Um, it's a creature of spirit that could possess either He's got human water. or monster characteristics and it can physically okay. transform into a person. Nice! And it's I'm apparently associated with cannibalism. Fun! Okay. Yeah. Dark and fun. So it is, in fact, kind of an air demon creature. I only walk on there so they'll stop walking yeah, around. Yeah, but something that's sort of air-based could kind of look like something that's water-based just because, you know, especially if you consider the, the Heartwarming Eve episode was not necessarily a actual flashback to how the three nations came together as more of a, it was, it was the play. It was an interpretation of a written history. So it could have been that that's what the artists Speaking who of what training, what put it together the... thought that the Wendigos looked like. Well, I say they're distant cousins. I'm just going to go... I, I'm just going to say that in Equestria, the more horse-like something looks, the more evil it is. I was going to go flip it back over. That is possible. Because if you look at real horses, because I've got actually the fact book of horse breeds in front of me right now. If you look at real horses. Yeah, I figured I'd take whatever gifts my friends send and bring with. Amy, who are you talking to? Then I'll pack it into the car. They are. It's not that much. Anyway, if you look at real horses, if if you had never seen a horse before, yeah. and you did not know that they were herbivores, and it's that they're friendly usually, they look terrifying. Especially to somebody who's slightly smaller, like a pony. Yeah, I mean, it would be the big scary creature. Yeah, I mean, 
if 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 you were a person who had never seen a horse before, they almost look like dragons in a way. You know, they've got that long muzzle. They've got you know those those sharp looking ears. They 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 always look like they're paying attention to everything. They're always watching you. <laughs> well, <laughs> and um, and so I I I think when when they're trying to draw a, an equestrian creature that is supposed to be darker and more sinister, I think they do try to make it look more like a real horse. And that's why the Wendigos and the Sirens have actual horse-like features, whereas the ponies look like weird little human deer thingies. Which I've gotten used to the fact that they look like weird little human deer thingies. But um, the fact of the matter is, is, my child only knows that they're ponies because she watches the show. <laughs> and if I were to ask my friends' sons they were, they probably wouldn't know, but they definitely wouldn't decide that they were ponies. <laughs> because they, they're they still trying to argue with me that baby Lucky from G1 is a cow. They're still trying to insist he's a baby cow. Okay, how do you get a baby cow from that? Because of the way his head is shaped and how stocky he is, he doesn't look like a baby horse. Have you ever looked at a baby horse? They're not stocky. But because he's supposed to be a boy, they made him super stocky, so the kids think he's a cow. Okay. Anyway, do you like... I do, however, like the designs of both the Wendigo and the Sirens. I like the fact that they look like evil horses that want to eat you. Hi. You're you're kind of mumbling, kiddo, although it sounds like you had fun. Oh. Oh. Apparently, Fred had to go all the way to Toys R Us to do Toys for Tots because the Shane Company, the people who picked up their barrel, picked it up this morning. Oh, okay. But the uh, the Toys R Us people still had their barrel out. So Fred was able to put the pony stuff in there. You want your coat off? Well, that's good. You know, I like the fact in the Hearthstorming Eve episode, I like the fact that they put Clover the Clever, which is obviously based on Clever Clover the G2 pony, alongside yes. Star, Swirl, Star Swirl the Bearded, who was a late G1 pony. The difference time, you know, in, in time between when Star Swirl was released and when the G2s were released was not a huge gap. So Stark Swirl could have been an older mentor-like pony for Clover the Clever. Mm-hmm. Although I I I I am kind of perturbed that when they came out with the books, that they described uh, Star Swirl the Bearded as having a long brown beard. 
when you know he at one point oh. had a long brown beard. Yeah, well, yeah but Sasha was originally purple and blue. Like they couldn't have given him a purple beard. That would have been cool. Yeah, but and I think they let the let the guy have have that sense of like Dumbledore flamboyancy. Come on now. I think they just took the name and changed the uh, changed the char- changed the character a little bit just to fit the the newer gen. Which I mean, well, they've I, done before, but yeah, they did. They have, but it just—I don't know. I maybe it's because, not, in addition to reading stuff about your stereotypical wizards, I've also read about you know, like the Harry Potter wizards, and 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 I just I would have loved to have seen him with some more flamboyant colors. Not that his very Merlin-like color scheme isn't classic. But come on, he's got a hat with belts. He's clearly got some style and some pizzazz. Give him some color. And I really, really want to do a uh, a custom of Rarity as Princess Platinum. Yeah, I got to admit, of all the costumes, I thought the Princess Platinum thing was really cool looking. I mean, not that the, I mean, the Romanesque features of the Pegasus costumes, they were all right. And Chancellor Puddinghead was a little over the top, though. That was definitely costumey. But Princess Platinum, I mean, that, that, that seemed like legitimate royal garb to me. Mm-hmm. Yes. And very purple, which just goes so well with Rarity's color scheme anyway. And again, in the in the book, the backstory of like the characters, like Prince uh, Princess Platinum, Chancellor Puddinghead, and uh, General, what's his name? Um, Hurricane. Yeah, General Hurricane. It's it, it it's it's a much cooler backstory. I mean, I'm 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 glad they included that in the yeah. book. Because it was it was interesting to learn more about the characters and Princess Luna's remembrances of especially Chancellor Puddinghead mm-hmm. and how she terrorized um, Princess Platinum for being disrespectful. Everybody's read this, right? Hey. I'm not the only one who's read the Journal of the Two Sisters. Yeah, I actually, I grabbed mine out when I remembered that the heartwarming Eve characters were mentioned in it. Because, yeah, they are. Uh, da, 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 da. Purple book. That's right, Purple book. <laughs> <laughs> Celestia I took me out about the library. 
Do you hear Melody complaining about how I'm touching her purple book? (laughs) That was my birthday present this last year. She stole the brown book for me within five minutes of me opening it, but I managed to retain the purple book long enough to read it all the way through. I am going to have to figure out how to pack gifts from friends and sneak them to my uncle's house. (laughs) On the account of my mother is refusing to pack them into the car, and then I said, fine, I'll pack them into the car. (laughs) Chris Bonfire... That was from Thursday. I would just make do one. It's not like it's a big, huge box. It's one tiny little extra box. I'll just not take one extra thing. I gotta move to a different room. But yes, that was a conversation I was having. <laughs> okay. I was arguing with my mother about whether or not I was taking something with me. Kind of like that I'm taking it with. We're celebrating Christmas at my uncle's house, and Christmas <laughs> presents go to the, go to the place where you're celebrating Christmas. Exactly. Thank you. I'm so glad you we're at least on the same time. We're 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 on the same subject line here. No, I totally agree. And it's not like it's going to be that much extra stuff. And it's all nice and neat in the box. Yep. If I have to, I'll oh, yeah. it out. So then the it, it shouldn't be a problem. Exactly. Well, but my mother always makes everything into a problem. Well, I'm sure you guys will figure figure out a good compromise. No, I'll, I'll anyway, have to make it out. So her. Heartwarming Eve. I I have to say, actually, my favorite part of the Heartwarming Eve is listening to Spike narrate. Oh yeah, I mean, he was basically telling the story when he's like on stage, dressed in his little like. Fancy, almost Shakespearean like costume. I, 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 I happen to like the part where everyone kept telling him to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I've noticed about Spike is he plays probably one of the most important roles in the show that any character has. He's the character that kind of. He's the everyman. He's the character that 
because he isn't a pony, he still sort of has an outsider's perspective on things. And so he's the one who's probably voicing the opinions and the thoughts of the audience watching the show. Particularly if they're like, you know, someone who's watching the show because their significant other is watching the show. He kind of keeps it grounded a little bit more. It's, and, and that's especially necessary for Twilight Sparkle because Twilight Sparkle is lost in her own head so often. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If she didn't have Spike to be there to be like so kind of wigging out there, <laughs> she would you know, she might never have made it even to Ponyville because I think she might have gotten lost way before then. Yeah. Um, and I think he keeps the Hearthstorming Eve episode from being too corny. Like except he gives for it he just makes, except for he makes it corny himself. But he makes it corny in a very realistic way. He's he's a baby dragon, so he's like maybe essentially an eight or nine year old who's on stage. Um and he's getting a lot of attention and so he hams it up a little bit. But I mean I think the the overall like it's corny in a very realistic way. In a very believable way, as opposed to the main overarching message about friendship and love curing all is so over-the-top corny and cheesy that if you didn't have Spike hamming it up a little bit, it might actually be over-the-top cute. He, 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 he brings it down to a level like his interruptions with his narration are, are timed just right to keep you from getting too overwhelmed with cheese. Yes. Samantha says she kind of wishes called the winter spirits Wendigos. Why? Samantha, why why do you wish they weren't called Wendigos? For those of you listening on 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 our our, our of course Oh, she says kind. because they're not they're not Wendigos. Well, the sirens weren't actually sirens because they were sea ponies and not mermaids, but I mean they were they, they were codified like Wendigos. They were ponified Wendigos. It's like anthropomorphism except backwards. Instead of taking something animal and making it more human, they took something kind of humanish and made it more animal. And like, just like with the sirens, if you you think of, you know, Equestria is a pony-based world, so... 
other things that would be human-based in our world would be pony-based there. So it's the the origin of the Wendigos in popular myth in mythology here is that it's a winter wind creature that's kind of human kind of beast than in a place where it would be you know where everything's pony based instead of human based they would be kind of kind of pony. And I agree with with with, with what you're saying, Summer. That 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 I think it makes sense for the parallel world of, of of Equestria. She says that in friendship is magic, though that they're not cannibals, and Wendigos are cannibals. But I think that they. I mean, cannibalism is something that would be a little a little too dark for, especially a season two episode of My Little Pony that was still at the time geared towards a younger audience. Yeah. Hey, you don't know what was on their minds once <laughs> they've gotten got them frozen. Well, well they yeah, also frozen given, I think that given the fact that the Wendigos fed on the hatred of people and then like as the more hatred they they felt, it actually froze them. Um well, do you it's, see why I'm saying they're cousins of the sirens? The sirens didn't freeze people. Um, no, but they fed off of their their hatred. That's why I said they're cousins. No, they're not directly again, related, again, but they're again, related in no, some no. way. They're related in the type, in in the fact that their magic is a dark magic. Exactly, and of course dark. Of course, dark magic is going to feed off of hatred and greed and and selfishness and and all the negative traits because it's dark magic. That's that's what it requires. Uh, well, this is this is a totally philosophical debate, I guess. But um, let's I mean, let's get back to what Wendigos are and are not. Um, <laughs> Samantha is still saying that that they should be called winter spirits and not wendigos, but I I I think in light of the fact that they couldn't make the wendigos eat the ponies because it's not the 1980s anymore. Um, <laughs> in the 1980s, you know those things would have been chasing down the ponies and trying to eat them. Yeah, yeah. Um, but because we're in the two in the 20. 10 plus years we can't do that anymore so i think them feeding off of the hatred and 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 discord in the ponies hearts is metaphoric metaphorically feeding off of them symbolically perhaps um i think it's as close as they they could have gotten um and I think they also like the fact that Wendigo sounds like wind, even though it's spelled wind. Um, <coughs> I'm sure little kids everywhere are misspelling it as W-I-N-D. Um, uh, 
Samantha says, why call them Wendigos when they're actually not? They could have picked a different name. That's true, but we don't actually know what inspired the bad guys for the episode. Like, we don't know if one whoever came up with the episode hadn't studied Wendigos and wanted to find a way to squeeze them in because that was, like, their favorite mythological scary monster. We don't know if, you know, we don't know what they were, what they were going for. So I don't know why they called them Wendigos when they don't eat ponies. <laughs> but <laughs> well, it's but also possible it, that, you know, because the Heartwarming Eve episode depicted a play, that it could have been that they changed what they, you know, they changed the story a little bit over time, and it came to the, oh, the Wendigos were, you know, just freezing ponies through use of negative energy magic when it's quite possible that when this quote-unquote really happened in pony history that they might have actually been trying to consume the poor little things, although we hope not. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's, yeah, I mean, it's supposed to be something that happened a long, long time ago in the time of Star Swirl the Bearded and Clover the Clever, and we know from the books that Star Swirl and Clover the Clever knew Celestia and Luna before they got their cutie marks. So a long, long time ago, and yet the incident with the Wendigos is not actually mentioned in the Journal of the Two Sisters. So, this is something that had to have happened pre-coronation. Yeah. Which means it happened over a thousand years ago in Pony history. So, so things I mean, could have been changed through yeah, you know, word I of mean, mouth. Yeah, it, it it just it that that's a question that I, I I don't have an answer for. I don't know if maybe it, I mean I'm sure if someone in the writing staff had really decided to to research, they maybe could have found a more appropriate wind or air demon to name it after. But. Again, we, we, we really don't know how the writing staff calling them Wendigos. Or maybe they just figured the name sounded cool and it's some, this is a creature not a whole lot of people know anything about. Yeah, that could be too. They could have just, yeah, it, it might just be they, they heard about a monster called a Wendigo and they ran with it. Um, overall, you, if if we ignore the name Wendigo, overall, I still think the design of the monster is cool and the way they operated was cool and the fact that it even at the end of the episode hinted that the monsters are still around they're just not as common. 
Yeah, so it's something that could be brought back either for another episode or in one of the comics or the books or something. Yeah. I mean, it, it you know, it could be one of those things that gets reawakened and comes back and he has the first two episodes of season six, you know? <laughs> when the Wendigos come back and try and turn summer into winter and who knows? But the Yeah, it just it, it I I think overall the idea was neat. And of course, me being a you know a My Little Pony person going back to the 80s, I would have loved to see the Wendigos not just flying around in a circle making snow and being ominous. I would have loved to see them, like, on the ground chasing the ponies around, <laughs> carrying ponies off to eat them. I totally would have done that. Well, I guess they can't make these bad guys, like, way too scary anymore. I was hopeful. Like, I, as, I, as I think I've mentioned before, when season one, episode one and two first appeared, I was really hopeful that we were going back to the days of My Little Pony with, you know, evil villains that weren't just, like, evil in a domesticated human way, but, like, evil. You know, like Tyrick. Um... <laughs> But obviously that's that's something that they've chosen to save for either season openers or season closings. Um, they don't ever seem to go quite as dark as they did in the 80s. <laughs> Nobody's turning ponies into dragons anymore. No. Except, except for the people who want to think that sirens are dragons. But, um, yeah. And I, I like the, the, their rationale that the reason why they have winter carols is, is that those were the songs that saved ponies from the Wendigos. And, and it's possible that this, ceremony of hearthwarming Eve and, and doing the plays and remembering the story he actually keeps the Wendigos at bay and nobody knows anymore because Celestia and Luna aren't telling them <laughs> don't want to cause a widespread panic that the Wendigos are out there the only thing that keeps them at bay is the fact that they do this ceremony every winter <laughs> Well, you know, as long as nobody gets all bah humbuggy and doesn't want to do the ceremony anymore, they they won't have to worry about it. Yeah. Overall, the the heartwarming Eve is my favorite of their their few holiday episodes because I really I I really didn't get into the heart. In Hooves Day, Valentine's Day thing quite as much, although it was neat to see Cheerilee and uh, and Big Mac be the stars of the episode. Um, but, I know, um, it's great to hear him say more than yep. 
Snooky Pooh. That's another story, and she'll be told it another time. Um, I the the I I actually watched the Hearthswarming Eve episode every ho- holiday season. I've watched it every holiday season since it aired. It has become part of the Christmas rotation in our household. And the um it, just like Luna Eclipse has become our one of our go-to Halloween movies every year since the date that it aired. Well, that's kind of cool. Yeah, and 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 for me it's it's most of the time things have to be like really either really super awesome or funny or something from my childhood to make it into the annual holiday rotation. You know, like the Christmas a Christmas story or National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Um, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Santa Claus is Coming to Town, things like that. But there's there's a few episodes in, in My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic, that have made it into the Christmas rotation. And it, it should, I, I feel like I should mention that we also watched a very minty Christmas this year. That my 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 daughter loves the G one G one pony shows and the G three pony shows as much as she likes Friendship is Magic. You know, and if if you're looking at the target audience, the target audience loves see you know, if my daughter's any indication of the target audience, she loves G1, My Little Pony, and she loves My Little Pony Tales. She loves the G3 My Little Pony movies as much as she loves Friendship is Magic. She knows who Minty is. She knows who um, who Firefly is. My little week she's not updated. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I I would like to see I don't know a few more holiday specials in Friendship is Magic. I I I, I will have to have Fred try to download the Heartwarming Eve episode of season five. Um. That would actually require them to actually admit that there are more holidays than just that. Well, yeah, because so far the holiday parallels that they have to us are Halloween, which is Nightmare Night, and then Heartwarming Eve, which is and Hoof's Day. Um, I guess Winter Wrap-Up could be considered Easter, but it's Easter with a lot of work involved. Yeah, it's kind of Easter. I mean, if you look at the nests that that, that, that Rarity tries to make, they look a lot more like Easter baskets than bird nests. Well, yeah. Yeah. Seriously, shouldn't shouldn't the birds be making their own nests? 
seriously. Kind of seriously, how lazy are those animals? I mean, geez. If there was ever, like, a way to explain why you don't, you know, try and treat wild animals like pets, there it is. Look how needy they get. Well, yeah, they all had, have to have the ponies take care of them. Like some other you know, birds I know. You know, I almost wonder if, you know, like how they're like in the Everfree Forest, animals take care of themselves and like seasons change on their own. Like, I wonder if like at some point the ponies just became really codependent and decided that they had to control everything and be a part of everything and all the other animals were just like, shoot, let's work for us. You go for it, ponies. <laughs> Maybe. Well, I mean, they're already controlling the weather, the sun, the moon, the stars. <coughs> because, you know, Equestria apparently does not rotate on its axis. I kind of well, wonder, no, like, no. I, like it, is Equestria a disc world? Ooh. I want to come up with a disc world theory for Equestria. Or if you sail too far in the oceans, you fall off. That's possible. It might be flat. She wants to go in a different room. She's playing that way. <laughs> I move to a different room and all they they just follow me. <laughs> Well, tell them it's not time to follow you yet. I just want to run away sometimes. Just be like, I'm going to go check into a hotel slash spa. See you guys next week. Oh, but you know they follow you even then. Yes, they would. Yeah, they call you. me and they call me and FaceTime me and be like, "Do you know where Melody's shoes are?" <laughs> Melody's asking no, for Angelette. Do you know where it is? No, go find it. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do that earlier. Like Melody was like asking Fred for her for her Sophia amulet, and I was like, "It's in Melody's room in front of the in front of the dollhouse shelf." He goes in there. It's on the dollhouse shelf. I'm like, "Look down." He looks down. Oh, there it is. You really this have my to job wonder how now. You really have to wonder how men men survive. I often you know, wonder that beforehand before before they get married. You 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 seriously have to wonder how it is they make it on their own. You know, I think that's the real reason that women were encouraged to get married so early and so young is because like 
Ben can't take care of himself. Yes, yes mm-hmm. we can't take just. We needed someone to get on babysitting the men early on. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Albeit not all men are are, are quite that needy. I know some that are excellent cooks. That are excellent at cleaning up and, and, and doing laundry and know how to iron and sew and all sorts of useful things. It's just been I got one of them. <laughs> yeah, my well my dad, very self sufficient. He can sew, he can cook. He sewed all my Halloween costumes when I was a kid. He taught me to cook. He irons. He does laundry. You know. He can build a house. Where can we clone him? (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) My grandma knew how to raise them boys. Mm-hmm. But he wants my attention today. Tell him it's not that day. Tell him to pretend it's Wednesday. <laughs> oh, Melody, you have one of your unicorns. It's very pretty. the ruse to get up on the bed. Go! Go watch Pokemon! Come on, guys! I've still got 20 minutes! <laughs> She's like, um, okay. Uh... Well, but did you guys want to talk about, or... I guess listen to me well, talk about the the hearts the I think it's called Heartbreakers episode. Yes, which was sort of a follow up heartwarming Eve episode that they did in season five. Go, go for it because I can't find it. And if you don't tell I, me all about I it, I'm just going to be on YouTube. driven insane. I had to find it on YouTube. Um, that's how I watched it. That's how I've been caught up with a lot of the season five episodes. I'll see if I can find a link to it so that and Jason Bear Kimmer should I can go out and then you don't take Go. Because it's well let me get off this picture here of these deer doing funky things. Because it's season five, it's episode 20. Mm. It looks like Bronies did a Brony reacts, Bronies reacts to Hearthbreakers. Well, Bronies react to everything. (laughs) Yeah. I got you. Google, yeah, yeah. Google is like, we don't know what you're talking about. 
Kind of like if bronies don't react to something, they die. <laughs> well, I don't watch a lot of the bronies react videos. There's brony reviewers that I I've seen before that some of them are good, but. French fries. Uh, that is the. Stop, stop, I especially don't watch computer. them because they. That computer. Computer. Knock it up. Stop. It's possessed. You okay over there, Nishi? No. What's wrong? I don't know. I'm trying to figure that out myself. You okay over there, sweetheart? I don't know. Okay, there it is. Okay. It was uploaded by the Snow Queen. I found the episode. I'm not going to watch it, but at least I found the the episode. Well, start telling us about it. Okay. Keeping hands suspense. What happens is basically the Apple family goes to the Pie Family Rock Farm, and they're all going to celebrate Heartwarming Eve together. Because, you know, there was that possibility of Pinkie Pie being a distantly related cousin to the Apples. So she came up with the idea of, oh, ooh, let's all have our our holiday together. So it starts with um, Applejack and Granny and Big Mac and Apple Bloom are on the train with Pinkie Pie, and they're all talking about how great heartwarming cheese is going to be, and go to the rock farm and they meet, um, you know, Pinkie's mom and dad and her three sisters. And the oldest sister, which I can't remember her name right now, is <laughs> she's a trip because she's a little aggressive. There's a um, a giant boulder on the farm called Holder's Boulder, and that boulder is sort of like the Rock Farm's centerpiece, and that's where they have um, all the celebrations. That that's they have all the celebrations around it. So. And, of course, Applejack is talking about all the cool traditions that they're going to do while they're, you know, at the rock farm, not realizing that the pies have slightly different traditions than the Apple family does. Like, the Apple family, for their, their one of their holiday traditions is, you know, Granny makes a great big feast for everybody, and they all sit around the table and eat. Pie family has a feast, too, but they have... Stone soup, which is not quite what Applejack had in mind. And as they start to go through some of the pie family traditions, they're drastically different than what the apples do. And it's kind of neat to to see this because you know when you get married, you have one family that'll do um, Christmas one way and. Another family does it a completely different way. 
and you have to kind of figure out how you blend those traditions together and still keep everybody happy. Because it's like not until near the end of the episode that Applejack realizes that while the traditions are different, it's still, you know, something special that they can all share as a family. And they even came up with a new family tradition because Applejack accidentally knocks over Holder's boulder and it falls to the bottom of the quarry and everybody together has everybody has to roll the boulder back up the quarry together and Pinkie Pie jokingly says, This could be our new tradition starting next year. <laughs> next time I wanna knock the boulder over. <laughs> You did it. That was kind of cute to see, like, how they actually celebrate the holiday instead of, you know, just the hit. I mean, the history of it was neat with the first Housewarming Eve episode, but then to have this one, it just shows, you know, different traditions of how you would celebrate it. Ooh, my dad's present just came. Oh, cool. Uh, this is nice. Yay! From who? From who? I've got one from Angel Ponies. I've got one from Amy from Pandora. <laughs> Let's, we're gonna we're gonna open this one. Would that be the one that looks like, you know, someone just, like, threw up stickers all over it? <laughs> yep. Someone shot up sticker crazy. Hey, I have been told it's not a cart for me unless it looks like it's been, like, you know, ran through a sticker machine. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and a lovely note from Pandora. Well, my handwriting's gotten horrible, so I figured I would just do handwritten notes because I'd, I'd do type notes this year. <laughs> I figured that'd there be easier for everybody to read. From Lorraine, Ohio. Can't remember who's in Lorraine, Ohio. Better open this one too. It says happy holidays. Oh, it's from one of the other Nicole. Now I just need to remember if it's from Nicole, Nicole, or Nicole. <laughs> Cause she signed it Nikki. So I don't know if she, if it's from Nicole and I C C O L E or Nicole and I C O L E or the other Nicole and H. I will have to look that up. At least at least at least I have a rough idea. 
sinker clumps for ant roof. Yeah, and it's covered with glitter. <laughs> oh no, this is this is from Fred's parents. Yeah. They're so funny. And then Let's see, we'll open the one from Angel Ponies. Angel Ponies is always really sweet. She always sends Melody something. And I always get at least a card. Ah. These all came today, this, this huge stack of Christmas cards. Oh, cool. Sounds like what left from my house. <laughs> a whole bunch of Christmas cards? Yep. A whole bunch of Christmas cards. T1 Pony Bird, what are you doing? I am watching one of my birds hanging upside down by one of his feet and preening himself. Okay. okay. Carrie, why did you, why would you do this to me? <laughs> My friend sent me a Christmas card, but she put this little um, penguin sticker, you know, where the envelope seals. And if I'm not careful, I'm going to end up hitting this little baby penguin. Oh no! I got it. Don't worry. <laughs> well, see, that's why you take and you use a letter opener. But I oh, don't so know where any of I don't know where any of my letter openers are. I don't okay, even know if I have any take, letter openers anymore. Okay, that is why you take a butter knife and you use a butter knife. <laughs> Cousin Perry sent us a letter, but he sent it to the wrong address. Pretty sure I sent his with the new anyway. Oh, and another another homemade Christmas ornament. I love it when he sends those. He has a new address. I I wonder if he even got his Christmas card. Ah, well, we both moved. Long story short. Mm. Um, oh, Amy, your shipping address is still the same, right? Yep. Okay. Haven't moved yet. All right. I got to get everybody's addresses together for when I ship things. I only have to ship two things, but. <laughs> Crystal got the same box of cards I did. Ah. Uh... I love Crystal. She always dates the inside of the cards, so it's easier for me to organize where her card goes when I go to put them in the scrapbook. Not enough people put dates on things. Use the postmark. Because you could technically keep my uh, keep my envelope. Because <laughs> it's all stickered I up. I don't want to. 
I don't want to keep the envelope, but I will. Release the stickers. Anyway, well, come on. Look at all the pretty stickers I put on there. I put a lot of hard work on organizing those stickers just right. You know, at some you point, I need to go down to Medford. Does it carry? You know, one of, you know, one of the things about living in a country this big is that it's really hard to see all of it. That is true. Our, our, our states are the size of some countries. So it's very possible that there are parts of a state that you've lived in that you've never seen, that you've never been to. Maybe you drove through them once. It's it's we live in a very strange country. Yeah, because actually the town I used to live in, um, people two hours away that lived two hours away from it, I would tell them I'm from Harvey Grace, and the the reaction oh. that almost everybody had was where. <laughs> We've got to go ahead and get kimono in because we're about to lose our live audience. Okay, well let's get her in. Pony night-nights. Night-night-nights. Night-night. Pony night-nights. This is Kimono, and you have listened to Pony Talk. See you next week. Bye-bye. Mm, bye-bye, Kimmy. See, this is what happens when Samantha logs off early. We forget about our time? Yeah. Yeah. Well, she hadn't seen that episode either, and she didn't want it spoiled for her. Because well, some I mean, of us are waiting for Netflix to get. Some of us are waiting for Netflix to get their 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 act together to watch it. I don't care. I'd rather be spoiled. Nah. Well, anyway, <laughs> Summer, I do want to say that your Christmas wish list was frustrating because there was something I wanted to get you, but I couldn't because it wouldn't let me give it to you unless I bought $25 worth of stuff. Oh. I didn't have $25 to spend, so I couldn't get it for you. Well, I'm sorry it's frustrating. But I mean, you, you don't have something. to stay completely on list. Things related to what's on the list are fine, too. Well, I did send something to you. Okay. Well, I didn't find her See, list at all frustrating. You bought all the good stuff that had gift wrapping. <laughs> See, because I, I added like five things, and they all said gift, gift wrapping services not available. So I just kept adding things until I found something that would let me do gift wrap. So your 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 gift was dictated by, first of all, what was on your gift list, second of all, what was in my budget, and third of all, what was available with gift wrap. It had to fit all those three criteria. <laughs> I think Amy probably got you all this, all, all the other stuff with gift wrap. <laughs> hey, I don't know how long to get to it, but 
all all the stuff that um came in Amy's box was all gift wrapped. I I couldn't gift wrap it. <laughs> that would require me getting it and then having to ship it back out. Yeah. There would have been absolutely no way it would have gotten there in time. Well, the stuff that I am going to be sending you guys is not going to be technically gift-wrapped because it's mostly treats and stuff. There's one, there's going to be like a, one or two little things that aren't food, but most of it's going to be, you know, the peanut butter cakes and the cookies and Oh, I wanted to ask, is anybody in either of your families allergic to or does not like coconut? Because I'm also making coconut cookies. I do not like coconut. Okay. I am addicted to coconut. You're what to coconut? Addicted. I love coconut. Okay. Nobody in my family is allergic to coconut that that we've discovered so far. All right. So, Amy, I'll just give you extra chocolate chips then. Sounds perfect to me. Okay. (laughs) So, that's baking that's going to be done tomorrow. Why are the color stars not on? Okay, now they're on. Ooh, mm, excuse me. Does I still have, let's see, two batches of coconut cookies to make, two batches of chocolate chip, and two more batches of peanut butter cakes, which I might not have enough chocolate for. Hmm. Wish you would have gotten that, gotten gotten that the, the the treats to me sooner. I could have taken them with to my uncle's house, and it could have been devoured. Sorry, I just with work and everything else, I haven't had time to do. I haven't had time to do holiday baking because after six to seven hours of work baking, you don't want to come home and do more. True, but network baking and baking for people who are actually going to appreciate it are different. That's true. I did some baking this year. What would you make? I made Russian tea cakes. Ooh. It's a family recipe passed down from generation to generation to make mm. them because we don't actually really get snow here in Portland very often. So it's the closest I ever get to come to making snowballs. <laughs> making more and they're cakes. Gr- yep. Well, and they're great because they don't contain eggs. So if you don't want to wait for them to bake, you can just roll them into balls and eat the dough. It's just sugar, flour, and butter. Mmm. Sounds good. I still eat the the dough. I don't care. I have never gotten sick off of eating rock 
raw cookie dough or raw cake dough. I I never have either, but you know when you're a mom, you have to worry about these things. Well, yeah, little people who haven't built up the immunity yet necessary to fight off things like salmonella and things. Yeah. I Once think I might get immune to it with as much cake and cookie batter as I've eaten over the years. Yeah, no kidding. You know, it's a, sh- it's a shame that we don't live closer. Wouldn't it be fun to get together and just, like, have a baking day? Yes. Oh, yes. Actually, there's, you know, another lady that I work with that I, her name is also Amy. And Ooh. she is also from Illinois. Oh, my. So I looked at her and I said, you don't know another Amy, do you? (laughs) She says, no, I don't think so. Hey, um, speaking of Pandora, do you ever go to, like, Illinois pony meets? Because there are other Illinois pony people. I sent We don't have any pony meets. We don't have any pony meets in Illinois. Well, maybe you need to start organizing one because you have pony people near you. Well, I know that, but see, here's the thing. I need to be well enough to be able to organize it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, stop falling over concrete. (laughs) And have stairs. (laughs) I know what I think, Summer. I think Pandora does it on purpose so she can be a hermit. <laughs> no, because I hate being in the house all by myself. Nobody gets to see my new hair color. We can always Skype. Then I can see your hair color. <laughs> oh, you just got your hair colored too? That's weird because yeah, Amy just it. got her hair colored. You guys are drawing too uh-huh. many parallels. It's freaking me out. Did she dye it red? I need I need to get my hair. I keep trying to get my, my normal colorist to do my hair red, and she just won't do it, so I'm going to have to find a different colorist. Did Did your Amy do it red? No, she dyed her, she got her hair um, a darker color than her natural, which is just sort of like a dark brown. And then she Ew. had purple and turquoise streaks put in it, too. Ooh, cool. Actually, it turned out really cute. See, I can't stand it when my hair goes that dark, muddy, muddy brown. That's why I dye my hair red. To run away from that. Mine is sort of that dark brown, but I don't know if I can really work with any other color. I think red would make me look much paler than I already am. And I'm already almost kind of sort of see-through. It's called translucent. You're not really transparent. You're just slightly translucent, like me. (laughs) I'm the product of ancestors from a land with no sun. You know, all the German ancestors are from the Black Forest area, so. Mmm, Black Forest cake. Oh, I know. Black, 
black forest mochas. I haven't had a good black forest mocha in forever. Not since Moonstruck started gouging indie coffee shops for the chocolate-covered cherries. <sighs> black forest mocha sounds good. Mm, it's so good. But you need the chocolate-covered cherry on top, or it's just a cherry mocha. See, I just started really seriously drinking coffee now, so I might have to see if there's a way to make one of those for me. Well, if you ever decide to come and visit Portland, we'll go to my favorite coffee shop. Mm. We We have lots of them here because... Portland is a funny place. It's it's the place where everybody is miserable if we're not either drinking coffee or beer and then telling people about, like, how much cooler our stuff is than other people's. <laughs> like, if people couldn't be hipster here, they would all sink into a terrible depression. It's a silly place. Like Camelot, it's a silly. It is a silly place. <laughs> it's, it's a silly place. Hmm. <coughs> In fact, it's so off the wall that when I've visited other states, it's been hard for me to to adapt to the other states because I feel like I'm. I'm in a coffee desert. Like <laughs> to be like, hey, where's your nearest coffee shop? <laughs> like we have McDonald's. Seven Eleven, Starbucks. I'm like, God, that's not what I mean. Don't you have an indie coffee shop? You mean like an Indian coffee shop? No, indie, like independent, like mom and pop shop. What? <sighs> Nothing is locally roasted in other states. <laughs> well, that's okay. There's a point in Maryland where if you go far west enough, there are no coffee shops at all. Not even Starbucks. Oh, not Starbucks no. Does yes. Starbucks know that they missed a spot? <laughs> and it becomes very difficult for my stepmother to be uh, that far out west because she is a Starbucks junkie. We go past this one town in western Maryland and she starts to tear up a little bit because there's no more coffee. I understand. I mean, Starbucks isn't my favorite coffee, but it's better than, like, freeze-dried. It's better than freeze-dried pre-ground. That's right, all you Folgers fans. I don't drink Folgers. (laughs) Or MJB. Or any of the other coffees that come in a can. So, meh. Oh, oh, excuse me. Sounds like maybe we should be cutting uh, cutting things off for about here. Sorry. Yeah. I don't know how much longer I can keep the hordes at bay. So, why don't we all say pony night nights? And Merry Christmas. 
Pony Night Night. Pony and Happy Holidays, everybody. Yep. Happy Pony Winter Night Night. Merry Christmas. Night happy night. Holidays. Merry happy Kwanzaa. Happy Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Kwanzaa. Um, happy Kwanzaa. There's something else I'm missing. Happy Hanukkah. Winter. Winter you asked that happened yesterday. I, I believe tomorrow's Yule. the winter solstice. Yule. No, today is. <laughs> today is? Today's the, oh, I bet. today's the winter solstice. Yesterday was Yule. Oh, oh crap. I need to wish my sister a happy winter solstice. It's weird when solstice some of your family is, always... is Catholic, some is Protestant, and some are pagan. you got to keep up on a lot of stuff. Solstice is always on the 21st of the month. Mm-hmm. Always? Don't ask. It's always on the 21st of the month. Huh. Don't ask why. Right. That just happens to be the date. Easier to remember. Good to know. Well, happy winter solstice, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Boxing Day for all our UK people. Um, and I'm not entirely sure if the Middle East has winter holidays, but if you have holidays, may they be happy. I forgot what it was that they have. It's, you know, it, 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 it it's, the older I get, the more it feels like I don't know enough about other people's religions and cultures, but the harder it is for me to learn new things. It's very frustrating. I used to know what it was because I worked for a Middle Eastern guy. And it's pretty bad when his grandfather sits there and tells you he is very lucky to have you. (laughs) Well, that's good. Um, now I'm just the secretary slash bookkeeper slash te- level one tech slash this slash that slash everything. <laughs> um, Which really puts a bit, very big different spin on what everybody thinks. It, it looks know, like how middle time... men think. It looks like at this time of year, I don't understand this chart. They may or may not be something, they may or may not be celebrating something called Malid on Nabi. And I'm probably pronouncing that right, wrong. Malibadad. Cool, great, awesome. You're on it. Woohoo! Happy that thing that I can't pronounce <laughs> that that Amy can. Another joy of working again because he actually sat there with me and <laughs> taught me all. The, I'm I'm supposed to be working and he's teaching me how to pronounce all the holidays. Hey, you know I thought what? it was a great day. I'm I I that sounds like a great day to me. I, I I'm rather envious. <laughs> and I got paid but for anyway, it. Yeah. Sweet. Um, but yes, so um, yeah, that's I guess that's what they're they're celebrating. 
approximately right now? It's basically basically a time of the year where some people will do a pilgrimage back home. So not that much different from what we do around the holidays here either. No, actually, this is more of a religious pilgrimage. Oh, okay. Not not a forced one. Well, but I mean... In in theory, Christmas is supposed to be sort of a religious pilgrimage where you get together with family and celebrate the birth the birth of of the newborn king. Um, well, except for they actually go on an actual march. <laughs> well, we're Westerners. We don't have that kind of get up and go anymore. <laughs> we stuff ourselves in cars with our family members. <laughs> Which is, in a way, a religious experience in and of itself. Um, but yes, at least it's a, you know, they have something. May it be happy. That one, that one, I definitely had to learn about because that was what he was actually there for. Because it was his. My boss was taking him on the pilgrimage, so that's why I learned so much about it. Okay, well, say, pronounce it one more time for me. I forgot what it was already. Say it one more time, and I'll I'll correct you. I said it as okay, Malid Anabi. Malib Anabi. Malid. I can't do it. Marlena Navidad. Doubling up on something. Marlena Nabi. That, that's like it. That. Happy Marlena Nabi. All right. Well, I think we've done our due diligence to the the winter halls and uh I I can't wait to hear what everybody got for <laughs> for their their winter holiday celebrations stories and um anecdotes and bragging rights and, one, and things and one way or another, I will be taking and opening gifts with everybody else at the same time. Awesome. <laughs> it will happen. <laughs> All right. Well, and and again, guys, I, I, I'm sorry that, like, I wasn't able to afford a whole lot this year, but with the move and and the fact that, you know, we're bribing Santa Claus to get Melody a B-I-K-E. Ah, uh, gotcha. Yeah. Because, you know, she's thrown a lot of tantrums this year. So, you know, we had to slip Santa some greenbacks. Had to pay him off a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Um, so it's okay. It's the thought that counts. It's, yes. If I could, you'd all be getting pony castles. <laughs> Well, 
so it and should be a little bit harder to hide. Sunny castles and little equestrian flags. <laughs> but yes, so I guess we will say bye-bye one more time and see you after Christmas. Your pony right. night nights, everybody. Pony, pony night nights. Night. Is that it? Are we alone? <sighs> well, until ne- next week, happy pony hunting. And hopefully your Christmas, Kwanzaa, and every other holiday that is celebrated at this time of the year is filled with happy pony joy. Good night. <laughs>